There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Americana legend Mary Chapin Carpenter performs live at Wolf Trap in Vienna, Virginia on Saturday night. We spoke in 2020 about her pandemic livestream concert from Wolf Trap, breaking down her country hits like I Feel Lucky, Passionate Kisses, and Down at the Twist and Shout, which was inspired by cutting her teeth on the DC music scene. It's nice to speak with you, Jason. Thank you been a crazy year with you know, artists really haven't been able to tour hardly at all um how did this thing come about to you know to do it at wolf trap uh stand on stage alone with no crowd and <laughs> stream it everywhere well i think you've probably seen other artists um doing uh live streams and and uh creating concert content if you will and and posting it and so i had started doing uh like one song a week uh, uh, posting it to social media, and um, after, gosh, now it's been fifty episodes, almost fifty episodes of doing that since March. The idea of doing a full concert, more than just you know one song at a time, uh, was pretty appealing. And Wolf Trap, being sort of my hometown stage, if you will, um, they were absolutely fantastic when we reached out to them to see if it would be something that we could do there. And so it means a lot to me after all these years of playing Wolf Trap every summer, nearly every summer, uh, to to be on that stage. And and doing it actually um the weekend of Thanksgiving, it felt like it felt like a a, a way to just kind of feel a little closer to everybody. Yeah. I, I love the idea. Yes. It'll be a nice way, yeah. you know, the holidays will be here. Um, is what are we going to hear? Is is it going to be any holiday tunes or you know your your greatest hits or a mix of both or what do we got? Well, I have it, it, writing the set list is probably the, the one of the hardest parts of it just because um you know I've got a few albums to to pull from and so <laughs> I just decided to start from the first record and pull from that and then go all the way to the most recent record which came out in August. Um, so it's it's really everything from the first time I started recording to the most recent recording. Awesome. And then, uh, as you mentioned, you know, you have D.C., you know, roots and ties here. Um, remind our listeners how that happened. You know, I know you were born in New Jersey and lived in Japan briefly, but what age were you when, when you moved to D.C.? And, you know, where, where in the city did you live? I was 15 years old when uh, my family arrived in D.C. Um, and I have lived I, – I, I've said this <laughs> – I've lived all around the Beltway <laughs> – um and and or have made my way around the beltway uh over the years and um it's just been you know my home ever since i was a teenager so um it really is my hometown in that regard awesome is it true that you did some open mic nights over in in cleveland park oh yeah um there was there used to be a bar 
on Connecticut Avenue called Gallagher's Pub, and that was the first. I think it's now called Nanny O'Brien's, but that was the the first place I ever got a a job playing music, um, and that was the first place I ever went to an open mic on Sunday nights, and um, it was really a, a great way to to meet other musicians and to 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 sort of work out the the kinks of a song and and um one night i i don't know i just got brave and i asked the owner if they would uh give me a job playing during the week and and uh she said yes thankfully to me and so uh that was the first place i ever got a job playing music that's so cool yeah our, our uh, radio station is actually located right around that general area um that's right. It, That's right. Yep. Yep. Well, we just moved up to Friendship Heights like a year or two ago, but yeah, it's all in the general same area. Um, Not too far away. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. See, your your music's still echoing around there. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, fill the gap in for me then of how you you know you're playing open mic nights in 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 Cleveland Park area. How then do you get Nashville's attention? Or you know, did did you move there? Or, you know, how did the whole record deal come about the first time? Well, I. It's it's far too complicated actually for the time that we have to talk. But <laughs> but but just very briefly, um, you know, I played a bunch of different bars and clubs for a couple of years, and then um, you know, I I was opening shows at the wonderful Birchmere uh, in Alexandria, and um, long story short, uh, somebody from Sony Music uh, in Nashville. Uh, was chatting with the owner of the Birchmere, and he mentioned my name, and the next thing I know, they were asking for a tape. And then after that, the next thing that happened was they gave me a record deal. And uh, it was I was about as shocked as a person could be. So, um, And I had never been to Nashville. I didn't know Nashville, you know, if it hit me on the head. So, um, I mean, after all these years, it's... it's uh, you know, country music takes many shapes and forms and, and personalities. And I've always, um, you know, been grateful for the the opportunities that I got uh, in sort of the, the, the commercial country music world. Um, and that has just been the great gift of my life. And, and uh, I just am so glad I, I still get to play music. And, and I intend to when this is all over as well. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know a, a lot of us, myself included, you know, I mean, I we we grew up on your music. Um, how do you, I, I want to go into some some of the big ones I remember, at least briefly. Um, how did Down at the Twist and Shout come to you? Did did you write that one? I did, yes. Um, you know, I don't know if you recall, um, but there was, at a time, there was, um, in Bethesda, there was the Twist and Shout Club. And what it was, was the the VFW hall that a local promoter would rent out on the weekends and he would put local roots rock bands and, you know, rock and roll and Cajun bands and people who are coming through DC. Um, he put them in there and it was the kind of thing where you could go in and pay a couple of bucks and get your hand stamped. Like it was the, your high school cafeteria where you'd go for a dance or something. Um, but you would open the Washington post weekend section and there would be a little, you know, ad for the Twist and Shout Club. And I remember going to see the great seminal Cajun band, Beausoleil, there one weekend. And that's where the song came from. 
Wow, I ha- listening to it all these years, I had no idea it ties to Bethesda. That's wild. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. That made my day. <laughs> um, all right, okay. well, and then, so that was, I know that was your third album, and, that, you know, you were a household name at that point. That that album, I think, is the one that really blew up. Um, and then, But then your fourth one, you just kept getting bigger. Um, how did I Feel Lucky come about? What, what You know, what inspired that one? Well, that was a song I co-wrote with my pal Don Schlitz, and we were just sitting around one day, you know, hanging out and, and and playing music and trying to write songs, you know, seriously. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, that song is the one we came out with that day. And um I mean to this to this day I can't believe that that it it, it has led me to so many different uh places. But um yeah, it's it's it was just something we 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 wrote for fun and it ended up being, you know, a, a, a commercial success. I love it. All right, one more. Passionate Kisses. Uh, what inspired that one? That was, I mean, I feel like there were a lot of sort of those country songs that could have could have almost crossed over into pop that happened after that, but I think you kind of were, you know, on the edge there with that. Well, Jason, that song was written by the great Lucinda Williams, and I was on tour with her in Australia um, at the, uh, many years ago, and that record was one of my favorite records of hers, and and uh, she'd play that song every night, and every night I would play along with her and sing harmonies and tell her how much I loved the song. And one night, I think she just got tired of hearing it. She said, well, why don't you just record that song? And so I said, okay, I will. And that's how it happened. And, uh, you know, it. I I think genre-wise, you know, wise, it, it doesn't really matter if it's if you think of country or now. I think nowadays Americana would probably be the most accurate way of describing her music and my own, and um, in terms of you know what's out there now, um, but it do, it doesn't really matter you know what genre something springs from. If you connect to it, you connect to it. And to me, passionate kisses the when I'm when I play it uh, on tour for those three and a half or so minutes that I get to, as I say, inhabit that song. It's just a powerful, powerful anthem, and I'm so grateful that Lucinda gave me her blessing to record it. That's so great. Yeah, I mean, all three of those songs we just mentioned, they you won uh, Grammys for Best Female Country Vocal Performance, and then I think you won it again a fourth fourth year in a row for Shut Up and Kiss Me. So um, when you're sitting there at the Grammys on, on the fourth year in a row and they call your name again, just tell me, you know, what, what runs through your mind? Are you like, man, I, I'm on a roll here? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, I mean, I think probably what ran through my mind was, are they serious? You know, I mean, it's just, uh, it was... It was truly, you know, an honor to to receive those awards. But as you can imagine, I don't think anybody starts out playing music or pursuing their passion um, with an uh, an eye towards winning prizes or awards. It's it's something that just it's you do it because you just feel like you have to. And um, it, it to me, I, I'm honored and grateful that those awards came my way and allowed me, you know, the opportunities that it has. But but in the end, it's it's really just about connecting with music and and with people, and that's 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 what keeps me going, at least for myself. Awesome, for sure. Well, we can't wait to check out the event. I, I believe you can uh, you can buy a ticket at the Wolf Trap website, but you can also do that uh, through my website too, MaryChapinCarpenter.com. All right, cool. Well, we look forward to it. Thank you, Jason. I hope you stay well and have a happy Thanksgiving. 
Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.